Episode of John Hennigan's 78 RPM Hootenanny. That's right. It's Hootenanny tonight. And I'm R. Crum, and uh, we're going to be listening to some records from my fabulous record collection, as we have on previous occasions. Yes, it is fabulous. I agree. You should be commended. <laughs> I love what you've done with the place. It's uh, an embarrassment of uh, musical riches. Yes, indeed. So, uh, what do you want to do this evening, John? I, I have so many records, it's hard for me to choose. Well, we also have uh, Eden Brower here. Say hi to the folks out here. Hi, folks out there. She had a good idea, I thought. Um, unless you just want to do free form. You know, here at the Old Time Radio Show, there's no rules or regulations. We can do whatever you want to do and whatever we feel like doing at any time, including not playing any records at all and ranting and raving and yeah. saying and doing whatever we feel like Let's just talk we can make fun of the audience we can berate people we can <laughs> give them you know words of encouragement anything we want to do let's just talk about no conspiracies no yeah good even better <laughs> that's good one two let's one two go now that i'm here uh, i'm in charge it's let's my way or the highway <laughs> <laughs> yes it. eden this is it boys <laughs> What should we do, Eden? No, I don't know. Well, <laughs> I'm a sucker for the banjo. Let's listen to some banjo records. Okay, I like it. What do it. you say? I like that idea. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I'll pull out a banjo record. This is called Steppin' Around. It's from about 
Nice. What was that called? Stepping around. Oh yeah. Nice, huh? That's great. Yeah. Harry Reeser on the banjo. The Ian was interested in how you have your records organized. Well, I have them alphabetical by artist, but then also by uh, countries. It's like this whole section over here is all USA, and first it's like jazz and popular music, then blues and black country music, and then white so country music. So it's separated mm -hmm. by country, by genre, and then alphabetically? Alphabetically by artist, yeah. Mm, I like it. Sometimes I think maybe I should have them by label. That's kind of fun to look through the label series, you know. See so your section of this and your yeah. section of that. A couple of genres I do have by label because I can't remember the names of the artists, like those Le Soleil, those French country records. Oh, sure. So I just have those by in all grouped together in the same place. So look, continuing along this banjo thing here, here's another banjo with orchestra in English. A banjo player named Pete Mandel. Hmm. Playing with a Savannah, or the Savoy Havana band. It's called Take Your Pick. Hmm. Never the, heard it. The British were big on banjo playing at the same time the Americans were. It was just as popular in England as it was in the United States. It's about the same period as that Harry Reeser record. <laughs> Thank you. 
don't have that one, Johnny? I've never heard that record Pete before. Mandel. But I must have it. That was great. Really, really good. He made some banjo solo records that are really nice. Other stuff. Oh, yeah, banjo solos, too? Yeah. Sounds like a, a from the Harry Reeser school. Yeah, he's got, you know, 20s novelty or slightly ragtimey style. You wouldn't think the banjo would fit in with, like, that kind of music, but it does. Oh, yeah. You wouldn't associate the banjo in, like, a big jazz band. Well, the banjo's, in most of those bands, doing a rhythm. Now when it does the lead, oftentimes you, you can't hear it because it's not placed right in front of the mic. And that's, on those last two records, they obviously took care to make sure that's the right. banjo was right in front of the mic. Yeah. Huh. But a lot of times you don't realize there's banjo just simply because you can't really hear it. Yeah. Right. The 20s banjo was king. Yeah. Then it was... Everything was banjo. Kind of abruptly deposed in the 30s. <laughs> yeah, just like almost wiped off the... The face of every musical map, yeah. except for maybe country music, but yeah, guitar oh, just right. took over. Guitar, yeah, yeah, guitar just took over. Once things, you know, got electric, then there was, you know, yeah, and ragtime died out. Yeah, the banjo is all of a sudden it seemed syncopated, percussive thing about it that, you know, and then there's Eddie Peabody who might have single-handedly killed the banjo. <laughs> <laughs> you know Eddie Peabody. <laughs> Yeah, he was like, uh, you know... Over the top. Yeah, one of the most over the top, like, vaudeville guys. And actually, I mean, I have a couple Eddie Peabody yeah. records that I really, oh, really... Oh, yeah, he made really some good like. records, yeah. But he also kind of oftentimes just seemed to play real hacky and, like... Well, he's just st- frenetic and hyper. Uh, frenetic and hyper, guy. and, like, yeah. he had to be playing the, the, the right song, and then he sounded great. Yeah. But oftentimes mm-hmm. he just kind of destroys what he's doing. Yeah. Yeah. Here's another English banjo player named Ollie Oakley. Hmm. Made lots of records, and this is an early acoustic one called The Colored Major. Thank you. 
for an acoustic record like yeah, that. Yeah, it's probably, you know, 19, before 1920. Hmm. Incredible. Banjo cut through an acoustic recording equipment, though, so they, they liked banjos in the huh. acoustic days. Whereas guitars, you hardly hear them, you know. Well, we don't want to, you know, wear out people's uh, you know, fondness for the banjo. How about like a banjo solo record? In that same era. Alright. Well, I was going to play this. There's this group called Grimshaw's Banjo Quartet. It's actually four banjos. <laughs> They're great. Let's, Let's hear that. Find that record. You heard it? Have you heard of them yet? A real no. Grimshaw. Uh -uh. List of wants. It's getting bigger. Every time I, I come it here, it gets bigger. <laughs> Tim, I come here, it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. What, what gets bigger? My the, list, the list of, of wants. Oh, must-haves. You got to stop playing this stuff, Robert. <laughs> it's incredible coming here. That's why we're so lucky to be here ha having the old-time radio show in a room full of all these records that we've never heard yeah. and possibly don't have anywhere else to hear them. Yep. What a look. country. <laughs> you have to search far and wide to find these records. Yeah. This is Emil Grimshaw's banjo quartet playing Dark Town Dandies. It's also British.
Nice. Yeah, boy, that, that really sounds 19th century to me. Yeah. <laughs> these old photos, you see these banjo groups from the 1890s that are all wearing these like stiff high collars and little pince-nez glasses and they're real serious. And Sitting here. perfectly straight. That's right, <laughs> playing that kind of stuff. Oh, people yeah. are kind of waltzing stiffly to it. <laughs> that box thing. I guess that's what they did, or, or they were just eating cake and cream in some parlor when these guys were sitting there. That's right. Who knows? I don't know what. <laughs> they were sitting in the parlor while they were the primary function. Was. They played them in vaudeville theaters and stuff like that. It was kind of stage stuff, a lot of that. You know, it wasn't really for dancing so much. Hmm. I don't know. I'm not sure. Okay, one more banjo record here. That's okay. You can play as many banjo records as you want. <laughs> well, we you have know, no corporate. Uh, Devils controlling us. No sponsors. To <laughs> now a word to. from our sponsor. There is no sponsor. Monster trucks. Be there. Be there. Be there. <laughs> That's the beauty of this show. We can do whatever we want. We can play ten thousand banjo records. Is that a Coca Cola you're drinking, John? Nope. Never drink this stuff. New grape. <laughs> Got your ice cold new grape. <laughs> Shasta. <laughs> But you know the banjo. People get tired of the banjo after all. Me, I don't. But you know, not me. I love it. <laughs> all right. I'm loving this. Well, here's one you probably let's will do like an eight-hour show and see how long it takes. The this is the an actual black man playing the banjo.
Oh, phenomenal. Mm -hmm. One of my favorite records. Can You Blame the Colored Man by that sounds like, Gus Cannon. Sounds like it's beautiful shape, too. Well, I, I know somebody that has a brilliant, shining, brand new copy of this. Yeah, let's get him. <laughs> you better not mention his name on the radio, though, so uh, yeah. people might pester him for well, it. Well, that's the story of Booker T. Washington going to... Uh, President Roosevelt. Yeah, President Roosevelt's for dinner. That's right. Can you blame the colored man for making them goo-goo eyes? <laughs> and all the, that spread. Well, Incredible. Okay, now you're encouraging me to play banjo records. I'm going to... Yeah. Well, well, you're looking for the next record. I, I think it's worth pointing out on that last record too that Blind Blake is on the guitar there, and right. as a guitar player myself who uh, attempts to play this style of music, I think it's incredible that Blind Blake, being the uh, ragtime master that he is, actually plays really nice rhythm behind Gus on, does, on these yeah. Paramounts. You know, yeah. he throws in some really tasteful. Uh, you know, bass lines here and there, but for the most part, he's just playing some real simple yeah. rhythm that, that just sounds great with that banjo. Let's Gus totally uh, does, lead yeah. the way. He's, he's a good accompanist. It's very deferential to the to the guy who's playing lead. Yeah, and I think uh, it's very rare that you find guys who can d really do both like that. You know? Yeah. So, what did you think noticed, of that record? I barely noticed the guitar on. Yeah, but that's the way it should be on that record. Just laying it down so Gus can do his thing. Yeah. Do you have any other of those Gus Cannon Paramounts? No, I don't, sir. It's the only one I have. Uh, they're tough, aren't they? There's only one other one, I think. There's three, right? There's I ha three? I, I have uh, My Money Never Runs Out. Isn't there another one? Do you, is that backed by Jazz Gypsy Blues? Yes. It is, huh? And there's other one... Uh, no, I think there's only those two. Just there? two? I thought there was three, but I can't think of what the third one is. Well, I hope there's only two, because that means there's only one I have to get. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, actually, Can You Blame the Colored Man, I think, is the more common of the two. Really? You I think, think so? That? But that's, they're both rare, but I think that... Well, what are we talking, less than ten copies? I don't know. Not you know it, it's really hard to say. There's guys out there with records that don't, you know, volunteer that, hey, I have one, you know, so... Yeah, and those are the guys we've got to get those guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Moving right Yimbe zonse tienda kupereka moni kwa Mr. Chapola. Inde. Amene ali kuludija. Inde. Chukwa samafu na kunyoza maloja anzawa. Chukwa na kupereka moni kwa Mr. Chapola. Palibe kantu bunu bunu pawaya apu muhimbe mene munga chite munga mene majita Chapola. Ziko. Kama. Mundi ziwanso inetaero. Inde. Hey, that's how we're 
1950s. Huh, phenomenal. Yeah. The, the banjo probably went back to Africa from America. I don't think it was probably, you know. You don't think that, you know, a lot of people speculate the banjo was an African instrument yeah, that came here? It originated in Africa, but probably at this point, by the 50s, I would say, it probably had died out and come back from the West, you know. Hmm. I would think. So what about a, a great uh, country banjo record? Oh, yeah. Well, let's see, there's like the Higgins Brothers. Len and Joe Higgins. You yeah, I'd records? love to hear that. Those yeah. are nice. You have well, those, what do you have by them? The Kentucky Wedding Chimes and the Old White Mule. I don't know Old White Mule. You don't know that one? Yeah, I'd love to hear okay, it. I'll play that one. Or uh, George Rourke. Yeah, I need a bit drunk. Oh, I'll get that yeah. one. I have both of yeah, those. Well, you should play it. Though. I'd, like to, I'd like to hear it. I recently got a, a brand new copy of this record. Oh yeah, have I ain't a bit drunk? Yeah. Did you? Thrilled. Yeah, within the last year or so, I got mm. just I had I had a decent copy because it's not totally uncommon. This is a record that almost all of our listeners could obtain if they really. You also to. you have the Appalachian Vagabond. Yes, yeah. fabulous banjo record. It's hard for to love when you can't be loved. That's incredible. Okay, here's I ain't a bit That's drunk. That's because I'm cool. Hey. I ain't a bit, I ain't a bit, 
I mean just what I say She hugged me and she kissed me She called me sugar plum Threw both arms around me I thought my time had come I ain't a bit drunk, drunk, drunk I ain't a bit drunk, drunk, drunk I ain't a bit drunk, drunk, drunk I'm just from Alabama I ain't a bit I ain't a bit I ain't a bit I mean just what I say Words get you whiskey, words get you down Got it from the other gal away in Alabama I ain't a bit drunk, 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 I ain't a bit drunk, drunk, drunk I ain't a bit drunk, 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 I'm just from Alabama I ain't a bit, I ain't a bit, I ain't a bit You just wanna say Shook me and she kissed me, she called me sugar plum Throw both arms around me, she said she loved me so I ain't a bit drunk, 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 I ain't a bit drunk, 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 I ain't a bit drunk, drunk, drunk I'm just from Alabama, I ain't a bit, I ain't a bit, I ain't a bit I mean just what I say So you mentioned uh, Doc Boggs. Yeah. I think you could play, uh, assuming you have it, uh, Country Blues. Yeah, I got that one. It's one of my all-time favorite Boggs. Yeah? Unless you have some of the, the Lonesome Ace records. Uh, gosh, no, I don't. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to embarrass you there. That's <laughs> really not, not the proper etiquette. It's the Should end of the show. let you oh. tell me what you have. I don't have any of those. But, you know, I never... Back when I was young, I couldn't believe I could ever possess any of these Doc's Boggs records. And look at you now. How many do you have? Three. I gaze at them in amazement that I own them. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize they were that hard. Well, yeah. they're, not, they're not the rarest records. <laughs> One I found in a junk store in Sacramento. Yeah. Sugar, it's called the... Sugar Babe. Sugar Babe, yeah. Oh, That's I like that. Maybe the greatest country record ever recorded. Always, there's something <laughs> creepy about it. Yeah. yeah. I like that song a lot. This record has that same quality. It's unbelievable lyrics. Feel to it. This is Doc Bugs. Yeah. Come on, you good time people, while I've got money to spend. Tomorrow might be money, and I need have a dollar, not a friend. And I had plenty of money, good people, my friends were standing around. Just as soon as my pocketbook was empty, not a friend on earth to be found. Last time I seen my little woman, good people, she had a wine glass in her hand. 
She was drinking down her troubles with a low-down sorry man. Oh, my daddy taught me a penny good people. My mama, she told me more. If I didn't quit my rowdy, we'd have trouble at my door. I owe my woman a little good people. I told her I'd in jail. She wrote me back and answered, saying, honey, I'ma come to go your bail. All around the jailhouse, it ain't any good people. Forty dollars won't pay my fine. Corn whiskey has around in my body, poor boy. Pretty women is a troubling my mind. Give me cornbread when I'm hungry, good people. Corn whiskey when I'm dry. Pretty women are standing around me. Sweet heaven when I die. If I'd listened to my mama, good people, I wouldn't have been here today. But a drinking and a shooting and a gambling at home I cannot stay. Go dig a hole in the middle, good people. Go dig a hole in the ground. Come around all you good people and see this poor rounder go down. When I am dead and buried, my pale face turned to the sun. You can come around and mourn, little woman, and think the way you have done. It's just miraculous that the record companies even recorded that guy. Yeah, incredible. It's certainly some dark music that couldn't have been exactly what they were looking for. Dark music, because guess what? I think he was a coal miner. Yeah, he was a coal <laughs> miner. Yeah. Was he? And they yeah. say like he was like a... A drunk, depressed coal miner. Well, they say he was like a bad, badass dude in his day, you know. Caused a lot of trouble, I don't know. Who knows? There's a lot of stories about him. Oh, My yeah. favorite line in, in that record is, uh, he's talking about how he got in prison, he says... Corn whiskey entered my body. Pretty women, they caused trouble in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, every line in there is a masterpiece. I mean, it's incredible. You think that you know a coal miner, a lowly common labor like that, is like this great musician. He's as great as fucking Mozart or anybody. Yeah, you know, incredible. he's not, he's not surpassed by anybody, no matter how well educated or how renowned or highly respected by you know the upper circles of culture it's a common coal miner incredible yeah it's amazing he got on record it's amazing it's a miracle yeah and he's we're lucky people know who he is yeah we're lucky i mean you can yeah. imagine how many people didn't get on record that's right yeah. like i was telling you about this film this is a government film that was done in the late 30s yeah. To show how these, you know, poverty-stricken people in Appalachia and how the government was going to go in there and show them how to, you know, get better crops out of their land and stuff like that. And they show this family, and there's this, like, this snaggletooth farmer who's probably about 35 years old, 
with these eight kids and this, you know, work-worn wife, and and it shows him working the fields. In the end of the film, they show him having dinner, and then the guy picks up his banjo and he starts playing and singing. It's just in fucking incredible for about the last minute of the film. Huh. What is that film called again? Do you remember? Or what's called some WPA film about? Okay. I'm sure we can find it on uh, YouTube. It's if incredible. I find it, I'll put it up on the website. And, and like the eight-year-old son who's smoking a cigarette. <laughs> awesome. He gets incredible. up and starts clog dancing while the yeah. father's playing. It's just incredible. It. So, yeah. You know, dirt poor people. And the music was incredible once he starts singing and playing. It's just like Doc Boggs. Just as good. It's incredible. I mean, this, this was a time when people's you know main purpose of music was to entertain themselves be able to yeah. you know dance and they were whatever. ignorant uneducated people and some know? of the greatest american musicians right. that ever lived great music it's just top it's as perfect music yeah you know as you talked the other day about you know these guys that get in deep into music theory and yeah. what they do is just bad music yeah. <laughs> but bad by by what standards is hard to say. So, I mean, if one of those guys said, well, by what criterion do you call this bad music? You'd be hard put to say exactly. Just your ear just like hurts when you hear it. That's all you know. <laughs> well, what I was talking about was when I was in music school, um, and I kind of had a, a revelation at some point, because at that point I was really young, and I was just obsessed with practicing and getting as good as I could and blah blah yeah, blah. Yeah. Everybody around me doing the same thing. And I realized and what you had you've been exposed to. And I've been exposed to this system of playing music. We had to sit down and learn theory and learn, you know, mm -hmm. X, Y, Z, you know, and it goes on and on and on. And you realize at some point like it's crippling. Like all these people who learn this system can't really play. <laughs> and if you just want to sit down and play music well, with them, they can they can analyze music to no end. They can tell you every Well can't they play a lot of notes? They can play a lot of notes, but I don't. That to me, I mean, they is can not run their fingers all music. over their instruments. Sometimes it's right. music. You know, it's music when Michael Coleman plays a lot of notes. Right. But it's not music when anybody plays a lot of notes. You know, I, I had a, a teacher, this guy Junior Mance, who was a great, uh, fantastic blues piano Junior player. Junior Mance. Yeah, he was a guy. You know, he recorded a lot of records in the '60s and stuff mm. like from Vanguard. But mm. he was like this fringe guy because they were trying to sell him as like. Thelonious Monk, but he was really more of like a blues player. Right. And he, I, I was able to get lessons with him at the school. I was very lucky. <laughs> One time he told me something. He's like, you know, anybody can play fast. Because he was kind of commenting mm. on what was happening in the right. class where a lot of these guys would just come in and do these John Coltrane runs, absolutely yeah. perfect. These ridiculous <laughs> And he, he kind of liked me because I, I played in a very oh. traditional basic style. And he said, you know, anybody can play fast. Hmm. Playing slow that separates the men from the boys. <laughs> <laughs> right, and it's true. Like you, you know, like that Gus Cannon record we listened oh, yeah. to. Who, who can play like that? Picking out like you know four notes a minute. Who there. can get that feeling though? You know? <laughs> yeah. That genuine feeling. That's what music's all about. When you're really just playing music without you know thinking about all the nonsense and you know these guys, that was all they could possibly do. You know, they're just trying to have a good time and trying to. Relate well, something that was their personal experience. It's really hard to analyze. It's yeah. really and hard analyzing analyze. it isn't the point of it. So I hate no. to even, that's what I mean, we like just said. So. Gus Cannon's a showman. You know, he's he's playing in medicine shows. I mean, I'm sure that that can you blame the colored man? I'm sure it's a medicine show thing. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. He probably put on blackface when he did that. You know, I think he that's probably made exactly goo goo eyes when he sang. It, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so well, he's a showman. He's a, you know, he's sort of professional, and yet, you know, he. I'm sure he. Kind of 
probably heard that somewhere from some other guy and made his own interpretation of the tune, you know, and his yeah, own yeah. interpretation of the melody. And just, I don't know, how do you even describe what makes that great and, you know, why we like it, who knows. Well, <laughs> Let's who play was the one teacher more. that told you uh, anyone could play jazz just to start and end on the same note? <laughs> start and end on, on the right note. On yeah, right that note. was... Uh, I'm pretty sure, I don't want to misquote him, I'm pretty sure it was Phil Schapp, who was this... That's my favorite. He, he was another teacher at the school I kind of liked, even though I wasn't interested in learning the, the bebop style. Mm. But he was a, a, a really funny teacher, because he taught us theory, and all he did every class was come and be like, what the hell's wrong with you people going to music school to learn music? Are you insane? <laughs> what, just Your parents must have a lot of money. That means you're never going to be musicians. He's like, if you want to play music, get out of this school. <laughs> they go on a rant like that, and then they go, okay, let me show you something. And then they like put something on the blackboard, mm. a basic thing, and they'd say, if mm. you want to play jazz, well, let me just break it down for you. He's like, you got to start on the right note, and you got to end on the right note. He's like, I can't tell you how many souls I've taken where I just play all the wrong shit in between, and nobody gives a crap. Just start and end right. That's all they remember. <laughs> it was really funny. It was, like, well, it was a good player, actually. I just wasn't interested in that style, but... I like the fact that he yelled at us every single class for radio. So, what are you doing here? Get out of here. You'll never learn to play music here. He was right. Well, let's end this banjo thing. I'll play one more banjo record. This is, this is an attempt to incorporate the banjo into rock and roll. It's called Banjo Rock by banjo rock. Boyd Bennett and his band. Okay, cool. What year is this? This is like sometime in the 50s. It's actually called banjo rock and roll. I guess he failed because I don't really hear Boyd much banjo. Boyd Bennett and his rockets. I don't even know if we can actually <laughs> get through this whole record. <laughs> okay. Hey, part of it. I was just digging that. I was digging that, you crazy cat. <laughs> Who thought that was a good well, idea? Well, see, that's what happened to the banjo. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of sad. Kind of disappointing. But moving right along here, now that we're into the 50s, the post-war era, play it like the beatnik anthem. This came out probably, I don't know, around 1950. I don't know if you ever heard this called Twisted by Annie Ross. You ever heard this? No. <laughs> I didn't know you had this. such recent 78. Yeah, these are recent. They're like 60 years old. <laughs> but still. <laughs> right, this is, this the is world ends this year. So. Quintessential beatnik record. Me. 
that I was right out of my head the way he described it. He said I'd be better dead than live. I didn't listen to his jive. I knew all along he was all wrong. And I knew that he thought I was crazy, but I'm not. Oh, no. My analyst told me that I was right out of my head. He said I need treatment, but I'm not that easily led. He said I was the type that was most inclined, went out of his sight, to me out of my mind, and he thought I was nuts. No more is our answer, but so no. They say as a child I appeared a little bit wild with all my crazy ideas, but I knew what was happening. I knew I was a genius. What's so strange if you know that you're a wizard at three? I knew that this was meant for me. I heard little children were supposed to sleep tight. That's why I drank a fifth of vodka one night. My parents got frantic, didn't know what to do. But I saw some crazy scenes before I came to. Now do you think I was crazy? I may have been only three, but I was swinging. They all have today, Graham Bell. They all have to Edison and also an Einstein. So why should I feel sorry if they just couldn't understand the reasoning and the logic that went on in my head? I had a brain, it was insane, so just let them laugh at me when I refused to ride on all those double-decker buses, all because there was no driver on the top. told me that I was right out of my head the way he described it. He said I'd be better dead than alive. I didn't listen to his jive. I knew all along he was all wrong. And I knew that he thought I was crazy, but I'm not. Oh, no. My analyst told me that I was right out of my head. But I said, your doctor, I think that it's you instead. Cause I have got a thing that's unique and new. It proves that I'll have the last lap on you Cause instead of one head <laughs> I got two And you know two heads are better than one What the hell is that? Yeah, <laughs> crazy, man can honestly Dude. say I hated that <laughs> I liked but it But let me ask you a question Real crazy cool, daddy Oh, come <clears throat> on, get with it Was there banjo so on that? <laughs> I thought this was a show about banjo. John, we're off the banjo thing, okay? Come on. All right. Let it go. (laughs) I want to live in the past after hearing that record. I like 50s now. Okay. The banjo's over. All right. It's finished. Clearly. It didn't make any sense. Banjo rock. It didn't work. Yeah, man. I'm hip. I'm hip. Come on, get hip. This is a 50s record by a black group called The Medallions. This is kind of doo wops. It's called The Letter. Darling, darling, oh, how I love you, really do, but your jazz, jazz won't be true. Darling, I'm writing this letter Knowing that you ain't never read it But each time I write you, darling I pin what lips can't say 
because I love you, although you're so far away. My words carry meaning that love alone can tell, and always hope and wish you well. Oh my darling, please hear my plea, please. Is the worst on this earth than to be unable to stop loving you, knowing well that I should. To me, a black day, to me, a black night, and to kiss and love, and then have to fight. Oh, my time, let me whisper sweet words of his mortality and discuss. The puppets of love and put them together, and what have you had? Matrimony. Oh, my child. Please hear my plea. Oh, darling. Darling. Oh, how I love you. Really do, but your jazz just won't be true. <laughs> I get letters like that every day. And whisper sweet words of pismatology. Great. Ella Ron Hubbard wrote that letter. To kiss and love, and then have to fight all the time. <laughs> uh, am I out of line by, by saying that that guy possibly sounded like he was gay? Giving all that oh, advice? Oh, no, no, he just... He just Sweet talking, come on! Okay. That's, that's right. how you sweet talk trash I mean, to your. You know, we're not anti-gay here on the girl. radio show. I say put it where it feels good. But it seems a little flamboyant, possibly. Put it where it feels good. I'm mm -hmm. saying, I'm you know, I I wasn't saying it in a, you know, derogatory way towards the homosexual community. <laughs> simply saying it was kind of ironic to me that that guy was giving some great advice on heterosexual love. Assumingly so. It sounded you just don't enough. understand this this like sweet talking voice, you know. This sweet talk. That was smooth. To your lady. I'm yeah, swooning. I don't have that. I'm style. swooning over here, gentlemen. I'm terrified of my lady. I don't even know what to say to her most of the time. <laughs> I just in fear that she's not gonna attack me. <laughs> you gotta learn how to sweet talk. I'm trying, man. There's, 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 <laughs> there's a blind lemon Jefferson record where he does that. Exactly that same thing. Yeah, what's that it's one? It's called Begging Back. Uh, he's I'm trying to, she, the girl's throwing him out, the girlfriend's throwing him out, he's trying to, oh, come on, baby, <laughs> you know, you know I love you, this is the same deal. As well, we've all done that, but I, I didn't have the, the, the skill to make it sound like that. No, no, you're, you're, yours just sounded like, please, please don't hurt me. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Okay, here's another 50s classic. This is called, what is this called? This is Richard Berry. It was the guy that actually wrote Louis Louie, one of the biggest hits of all time. Oh, really? Yeah, this is called Uh Oh, Get Out of the Car. 
And I have to say that uh, this is going to be our last song in the old time okay. show here. Okay. Jeez, boy, time flies here. I'm fun. Yeah. Uh oh, get out of the car. Chick in a neighborhood bar took out for a ride in my brand new car. I said, Hey, baby, move over close by my side. The chick moved way over to the other side. Uh oh, you got to walk on, baby. You got to walk on, baby. You got to walk on, baby, because you. Just won't treat me right Then we parked to look at the city lights She said it really is a very beautiful sight So I moved a little closer to her so I could see She said, oh no daddy, move away from me Uh-oh Get out of the car, you got to walk away It looked like we've uh, run out of gas. The chick thought I was trying to make a little pass. She said, take me right back to that neighborhood bar. I said, are you kidding, baby? Not in my brand new car. Uh oh. Get out of the car. You, you got, got to walk home, baby. You got to walk home, baby. But it's a long, long ways back to town And I've got on my evening gown I said, that's right, baby And if you don't come on and treat me right You'll be walking home the rest of the night Uh-oh Get out of the car You, you got, got to walk home, baby You got to walk home, baby Never. Genius. Richard Berry.